Hello. So we are testing out the Substack podcast capabilities. Um, I hadn't planned to do this. I wrote what I thought was a text post, and when I finished, it wouldn't let me schedule it because it said there was no audio. Uh, so I must have accidentally selected podcast. I can't see a way to duplicate this uh, without adding audio. So I thought, hey, why not? Let's just test it out. Now I am just on my iPhone today. Uh, because I hadn't planned to do this, I am not set up um, with my better microphone. So in the future, uh, sound quality should be better. Um, but yeah, so basically I'm going to read what I've written here. Usually when I podcast, I talk um, spontaneously. Uh, so if I sound a little bit stilted, uh, more so than usual. This is not how I usually go about it. Usually I record the podcast and then I may put it through like a transcription service. So it's a little bit backwards. Um, but that's, that's what we're doing. <laughs> this is, uh, this is what I'm able to do this week. And that's how, that's how we're going through with this. So the title of this podcast slash newsletter update is what are you orbiting? Let's talk about creativity and neurodivergence. I guess I won't be editing either. I'm recording straight into Substack, which is kind of cool. Um, okay, here we go. Months ago, I scribbled orbiting ideas on an index card. What I meant at the time was the feeling of having an idea, forgetting it, returning to the idea, not having the energy for it, leaving it, and finally meeting the idea when the time was right. I used to fight this or feel extremely guilty about it, but I'm learning that this rhythm is actually a healthy part of my creative ecosystem. Rather than living in a perpetual state of creative burnout, I'm looking at you 20, uh, how do we even say dates anymore? I feel so old. Um, do we say 2018 or 2018? I have no idea. I guess we say 2018. I'm looking at you 2018. I'm even more productive since following the gravitational pull of my own orbit. I'm going to skip the part where it says to subscribe. Um... I was going to apologize for the learning my way here, but you guys are here for this. You know how it is. Uh, first time, sometimes a little bit awkward. <laughs> so where were we? Yes, I'm even more productive since following the gravitational pull of my own orbit. It can be frustrating gliding right past a shiny idea that is just out of reach or catapulting through sparkling space dust that you know is magic, but you can't quite make it out. So if you're listening, make sure you look at the images for this because they're from the new James Webb telescope and they are gorgeous. Uh, we've been seeing them in our Instagram stories quite a lot, um, but I have nice high-res versions and they really kind of illustrate the feeling of that I want you to have for this uh, particular update. For example, right now, I'm curious about the hard science of orbit and how NASA calculates the trajectory of spacecraft. But Davey's at the end of his nap, Nathan is ready for dinner, and I find myself skimming right past. That doesn't mean I have to give up on the idea. I mean, it sounds fascinating, if potentially a little math-heavy. Maybe when I reread the Lady Astronaut series, I'll revisit the idea and Hank Green will have made the perfect accessible SciShow video to explain.
Then there's a little diagram showing like how a rocket from Earth uh, like transfers orbit. Like it goes from Earth orbit into Mars orbit um, to get from Earth to Mars, which is super cool. And then I say, okay, while I was looking for an image to put here, I found this link. This is why I have 500 tabs open on my phone. Trusting that I will come back to the mechanics of orbiting at some point, I am moving on. I think you have the basic idea. So many of us, especially neurodivergent creators, are shamed for shiny object syndrome, or project hopping, or lack of focus. Then I put, excuse me, another image of the James Webb telescope, the one with like the giant snowflake starburst in the middle. And because of gravitational lensing, some of the galaxies are like duplicated and kind of out of focus. So I thought that was a pretty fitting image for, for right there. And then I say, but what I'm experiencing is far from a lack of focus. It's extreme, yet somewhat unwieldy hyperfocus. And when I let hyperfocus take the lead, I fall into a deeply productive, creative flow. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is kind of scratchy today. Must be allergies. This is how I've made more art and drafted three books in three years since my son has been born. The years before were a wash of structured productivity, during which I spent a lot of time working, but didn't engage very deeply in my creative work. Over the summer, I've been preparing to give a talk on neurodiversity for my son's school. When I started researching, the pull toward going deeper and deeper got stronger and stronger, like I was being tugged into a black hole. I may have accidentally started writing another book. I talked to my paid Substack subscribers about this in the last update, and that's linked down below. And another chapter for my creative ecosystem book. And then I put in a gif of Leslie Nope. And she's um <laughs> she's laughing, cackles maniacally. Is that how you say that word? And then she pauses and says, Oh, this is bad. I should not have done that. I feel like that's so appropriate. I needed to let the book lie. Um, uh, but basically I want to bring like spoiler alert, um, I want to revisit what I uh, what I was doing with the metaphor of the cosmos. Um, so that might be a whole extra chapter if I can squeak it out in time. So then I go on to say, I'm going to ride this out. And when Davy starts school, I should have enough control of the spacecraft to land on a cozy asteroid and finish up Discover Your Creative Ecosystem. For me to control the spacecraft, I need a certain amount of quiet time to reset from the overstimulation of motherhood. Otherwise, our escape pod is just spinning, and I'm putting out endless fires. If you want to follow along on my daring and sometimes incendiary exploits, you can follow the Nerdy Neurodivergent on Instagram and Substack. Um... I'm going to read this bit a little bit out of order, but I've decided to make the nerdy neurodivergent anonymous for now due to past experiences with bullying from neurotypical parents. And it is LGBTQ plus and neurodiversity affirming. 
I may connect this project to my real name at some point. I imagine when I publish the book, I'll want my actual name on it. But for now, this feels like the safest way for me to start. Um, you guys are my safe people, but when I kind of wander into the hashtags, there are an awful lot of neurotypical parents that just want their kids to act normal and have no empathy for them. At the same time, those people need what I have to say. So I've got to figure out what the boundaries are there. Um, uh, I've got off, I've gone off book. I didn't write any of this. <laughs> this is why I usually do it the other way around. Um, so anyway, I've got to figure out how I want to approach that. And because I want to make these posts, some of them on Instagram, I've decided the Instagram account will be anonymous. And then I say, I am planning to smash stereotypes and share research on neurodiversity in a relatable way. The Substack posts in particular will become the first draft of my next book. I hope to crowdsource solutions and strategies that we can pop into our neurodivergent toolboxes. If you are already a paying subscriber, either here or on Patreon, you'll have access to the paid tier for free. Um, watch out for a second email about that. So basically, I'm not making like another thing for you to pay for. You, you, if you've opted in to support me, you get access to all the things, even if I'm crazy and set them up in convoluted ways. So <laughs> carrying on. I'm sure I will continue to talk about neurodivergence here at Down the Rabbit Hole, but only as it relates to my art practice. All of the nerdy research and practical stuff that I'm putting together for my third book will live at Neurodivergent Space Time. I'm having a lot of fun with space imagery as well for this project, inspired by the term Neurodivergent Space Time, which I coined for an art project, The Magic Mundane, earlier this year. I was a massive space nerd in first grade, and my inner child is living their best life. What about you? Do you orbit ideas a few times before you can really land on them? Was that audible at all before? What about you? Do you orbit ideas a few times before you can really land on them? Let's talk about that. Um, yeah, just hop over to comments. I'd love to hear if that's something that you resonate. And uh, there we go. We've already made it through the first uh, beta podcast episode and next time it'll be even better. So um, yeah, can't wait to hear from you. Talk next time. Bye.